No, it took me somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 years of profound meditation work to come to the realization that I don't know anything about life. You know, uh, when you start out practicing and working on yourself, you think it's supposed to be exactly the opposite. You know, you think in your mind that you're going to learn and get all this knowledge and information about God and and ultimately, through the process of surrender, you realize that this works exactly the opposite. Uh, the less you know in your brain, the less you can create the universe in your brain and give it your stamp. And the more there is of your own nothingness inside, your own state of purity, of surrender, of really being organically connected to higher creative energy in the universe. The more that you're living in the moment and your spiritual life is not knowledge but experiential, uh, the closer you get to your spiritual enlightenment. Uh, we're not congested with ourselves. We're not full of all that information and those th thoughts and opinions about the way we think the universe is supposed to be. In fact, you begin to develop less and less opinion about anything because you realize it's all God's divine comedy. We are living at the center of God's creation. It manifests as almost a practical joke. <laughs> that humanity has to deal with day in and day out because humanity hasn't learned yet to really attain a state of nothingness inside. It hasn't learned yet to reverse the process. So it keeps applying its own mind, its own thinking process to the world. And of course what goes on mostly in the human mind is a lot of craziness. It's a lot of tension, it's a lot of anxiety, it's a lot of opinion, it's a lot of, and mostly a lot of conflict. Knowing what's right, knowing what's wrong, and then imposing that conflict on other people in the world. So the less there is of us doing this kind of stuff, the more opportunity there is for the universe to truly guide our lives, for spirit to guide our lives, for us to begin to live experientially in the moment. And by doing that, we really get closer and closer to Genesis or God's creation. So the whole process is literally a major revolution, you know, in terms of human consciousness. It demands that we, you know, break down and transform just about everything we're taught from the moment we're born into a state of inner openness. And this is really difficult for people to accept. I watch Rudy do this. I watch him transform life in New York City <laughs> you know, into dust. I watch him transform life in the world into dust. I watched him do something that I had wanted to do since I, as long as I could remember before meeting him. And then I watched him transform his life into nothingness and ultimately attain a state of samadhi or a oneness with God. He was free. He had eaten from life's entire smorgasbord, Rudy. 
And I really used that metaphor, and I used to love that metaphor. There was nothing to come back for. At the same time, he wasn't promiscuous about this. A lot of people eat from a big smorgasbord, but it becomes a kind of insane gluttony. Rudy maintained balance, he maintained responsibility, he really maintained a rootedness inside himself that enabled him to draw upon this energy, nurture himself, and at the same time be free enough to live in the world and to dine on the entire smorgasbord. So, you know, of what life had to offer. So it's being, is living in the world and being free of the world at exactly the same time. And he talked in the last years of his life about the one state of being that, you know, would never be taken away from them. And that was the love in his heart, the happiness he was feeling, the incredible maturity in his inner growth, his connection with God. And he always spoke about that. He said, when you're 64 years old, that is when that cycle begins, that state of Ananda. And he became 64 at the age of 45. He burned up the rest of his life. And I'll never forget seeing him. I was living in Texas. I used to go back to New York. And every time I saw him, it was like literally being with a completely different person. Totally transformed his entire chemistry. There was juice coming out of him and sweetness coming out of him. That was a kind of nectar that you could just drink you know, day in and day out, it was so delicious and beautiful. It was that love, it was that happiness that truly got him to God. And frankly, that he got there is really one of the great miracles of the 20th century because he came out of hell, Rudy. He said, tell me stories, which I won't go into now, that were just horrifying, the things that he went through in his life. But he never forgot his reason to be on the earth, and that was to attain spiritual enlightenment, to transform everything into this state of inner nothingness that allowed him to become one with higher energy in God, or God, or whatever you want to call it. It was an extraordinary wake-up call for me, because I had never seen anything like it. As I've said many times, I've seen, I used to hear teachers talk about that. And then you would ask them, well, how do you get there? How do you do this? And they would go, duh. You know, meditate. They would tell me to meditate. But I try to meditate and my mind is like an insane place. My emotions are like, I can't sit for 30 seconds. Meditate. You'll get there. And I, when I met Rudy, well, you know, bring your mind here. Open your heart, breathe into these chalk. There was a technique of how to do this. And I frankly can tell you, when I first heard him talk about this, it blew my socks away, because I never knew there was a way to do it. I thought you just had to be born into it. You were born Christ. You were born the Buddha. You had to wait 100 million lifetimes to be able to evolve enough to be born on that level of Padmasambhava, one of these high beings. And then when I learned that you can take your mind and focus it below the navel, you can breathe into the heart, you can feel gratitude, you can use the tools that you were given with from the day you came into the world 
as a means of developing your spiritual life. I never heard of that before. And to me, it was the most extraordinary revelation that came into my life. And I honestly believe this is the greatest gift that Rudy has left the world. It's this little double breathing exercise. If you really seriously practice this thing every day, it'll transform all the things that are keeping you from getting to God into spiritual enlightenment.